0: Misinformation is not new. When I was in school, we learned about the American Revolution, since it was the bicentennial. So many myths and assumptions come from the revolutionary period, but a simple review shows the falseness of those ideas. One example is that that period is why people must have guns, officially against a hostile government. People had to fight as the only way to gain their freedom. However, even as a child, I knew a great deal of history, and questions popped up. I asked a teacher who did Canada have to kill to gain independence? They did not know. In reality, none of the other white parts of the British Empire colonized by the English had to fight for their independence. They each slowly gained independence, phasing through dominion status before becoming their own nations. The one exception is Ireland, which was invaded by England on the approval of the only English pope, Adrian IV. All parts of the British Empire that were invaded and conquered did have to use violence or the threat of violence to become free, and Ireland falls into this category. The American colonies were very close to the British Whig Party in political ideals. In fact, the revolutionaries first called themselves Whigs, later changing the Patriots, another Whig term since 1725. From 1762 to 1770, three Whig prime ministers worked hard to address the American demands. They were even considering ways for the American colonies to get seats in the House of Commons, therefore having taxation with representation. At that time, most people did not have the right to vote, only wealthy landholders in certain geographic regions. One of the ideas was for wealthy Americans to become landholders in England, giving them the right to vote, and then using money and political influence to expand the vote to the colonies. Another was for the vote to be extended to the colonies, with changes to economic laws to more closely link them to the homeland. These ideas would have also worked together. The most important of these three prime ministers was William Pitt the Elder, the Earl of Chatham, pictured below. He was very involved in the American cause during his career, but by the time he became prime minister, his mental and physical health issues prevented him from performing his duties. The House of Lords often stopped his efforts to aid the colonies. As an example, in 1767, Charles Townsend, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, enacted duties in the American colonies on tea, paper, and other goods. This was without the Prime Minister's knowledge or support. As Chatham became more ill, his duties were handled by Augustus Fitzroy, the Duke of Grafton, the last Prime Minister American colonies made statues for. The growing power of Lord North and the Tories could not be stopped, And in January 1770, he became Prime Minister. Whigs in his government tried to reduce some of his harshest measures, but review your history books about what happened. Lord North left office only after the failure to stop the American Revolution. Even during the war, the Whig Party was sympathetic to the American cause and worked for reconciliation after the war. They saw the victory of their political ideals in the new United States and would work hard to bring those reforms to their own country the closeness of the nation stems from the dealings of like-minded leaders to maintain that closeness what ifs are sometimes a futile exercise but the question if william pitt the elder had been the healthy vibrant man he had been in his younger days what the history of the world would be like is worth reviewing the united states remaining part of the british empire longer slavery being abolished in 1833 and slaveholders paid off no civil war dominions having seats in parliament Ultimately, like all the dominions, the United States would have become a free nation, perhaps still linked to England through the Commonwealth, with Queen Elizabeth as the titular monarch. Perhaps not. But no war. One effect of the American Revolution was that it was the first modern successful regional war to break off a piece of a country without overthrowing the central government in the process. It was a direct cause of the French Revolution and the revolutions of Central and South America. Many other revolutionaries quoted directly from the founding fathers and saw America as their inspiration. Even Ho Chi Minh, who fought against the United States in Vietnam, stated that the American Revolution and the Declaration of Independence was his inspiration, which is somewhat ironic. History can be fun, and it is important not to just do a superficial review, especially not basing your views on such shallow efforts. Learn all you can about your favorite historical period. You never know what fun facts you will discover.